150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 18. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. It is Wednesday, November 13th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Moses Oyeleke, a pastor with the Living Faith Church Worldwide, known as Winner's Chapel, was kidnapped on April 10th of this year. He was taken alongside a National Youth Corps member as they were traveling along Chibok Road in Borno State. Pastor Oyeleke was freed this past week after spending months in Boko Haram's captivity. He was freed alongside a young girl, Ndegela Ibrahim Umar, of Government Science Secondary School. According to Sahara reporters, the two were released after the Borno State Government, alongside the Katham Foundation for Peace and Initiative for Peace Building, were able to conduct some intervention with the hostile group. Pastor Oyeleke told reporters that they were taken to Sambisa Forest, Boko Haram's stronghold, after they were kidnapped on Chaibok Road in March. He then said, quote, I'm very happy today that we have been rescued because where we are coming from, we have come from a place of darkness to light. That is why my heart is filled with joy because I have seen my family, friends, and associates, unquote. He continued by saying that he was able to survive the captivity by not fighting with the group. Though he knew they were just trying to convert him to Islam, he was able to stay peaceful with them and just listen. He did not, it did not shake his faith, however, as he remains committed to Christ despite the months of forced Islamic teachings. He said, quote, I stayed peacefully with them for up to seven months. Many times they have requested me to convert to Islam. Their preachers had preached to me a lot of times, but you know when you have wisdom, you relate to people in a way that would not lead to a quarrel. When they came to preach, I paid attention to everything they said, and when they asked me questions about things that I knew would cause problems if I had responded, I always told them I didn't know so that I wouldn't say things that would offend them, unquote, he said. Give, give thanks of Thanks that Pastor Hoyoleke is freed and able to return to his family. Also give thanks that he was able to remain faithful in the midst of immense danger and strife. So here we have a, a great story of Boko Haram. A group was able to intervene and this pastor was set free. So uh, again, every once in a while we do get some good news. But in that we also have to, to understand that Leah held by the same group. Um, I don't know if it's in the same place. And I, I think she, she's in a, a, with an offshoot of Boko Haram. So she's in a different area, but has still not been released. And we have no new updates on her at all. So we don't know anything new about what's going on with Leah. And so we just want to continue to pray that, I mean, praise God that, that these two groups were able to intervene and get this pastor and this young girl released. Um, now we need to just keep praying uh, that God will intervene, God will sovereignly intervene to bring Leah home to her family, that she'll be released and um, in the same way because of the intervention of our Congress 
again, just a couple weeks ago, there was a bipartisan letter. Um, again, I, I find it amazing that we can use Sheila Jackson Lee and Ted Cruz in the same statement and the working together towards the same issue. But these two people, and, and again, whatever you think about Sheila Jackson Lee, this is a point in time where we say thank you, Congresswoman, for working towards the release of this young girl. Uh, maintaining a consistent worldview, we give credit where credit is due, we criticize, um, rebuke, condemn whatever needs to be done where those things are warranted. We don't just hate on people uh, because of who they are or what party they represent. So I do truly want to say thank you to uh, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee um, and all the others. I don't know all the other names of the um, people who were part of this letter being sent to the president of Nigeria, asking him to intervene on behalf of Leah so that she can be released and returned home as well. So let's keep praying for that. Keep praying that that uh, God will use all of these things that have happened to uh, intervene on behalf of Leah so she can return home to her family as well. And that brings us to our world watch list for this for today, Myanmar, which is number 18. I always wonder if I'm pronouncing that right, um, but I'll keep pronouncing it that way. Apparently, um, uh, Francis Chan is looking at uh, moving his family to Myanmar. So, um, sir, if you're watching this, take heed, take note. This is what you uh, look to face in. I, I'm sure you understand what uh, you're you're getting yourself into. I don't imagine that you would uh, just move somewhere without looking into it. But there you go. Here's your update on where you're going to. I'm sure, he's watching. Um, Myanmar facts. It is the region it's in is Asia. Uh, persecution is religious nationalism. Persecution level is very high. The population of Myanmar is 53,856,000, of which about 4,342,000 are Christians. The main religion is Buddhism. Uh, the government is a parliamentary republic, and the, the leader is President Win Mayint. Over the last year, Myanmar Christians have seen their churches closed and burned as a communist-inspired UWS army performed acts of Christian persecution, detaining and abducting believers. The army holds immense power and has intensified its fight against insurgent groups as well as ethnic minorities, which include Christians. More than 100,000 Christians live in IDP, internally displaced Persian camps, uh, deprived of access to food and health care, and radical Buddhist monks generally tolerated by the government have invaded church properties and built Buddhist shrines on church premises. Anyone deviating from the Buddhist heritage is regarded as an outsider and as potentially dangerous. In predominantly Christian sites like Kachin State, Karen State, or in the northern Shan, even well-established historical churches are being attacked. Fighting increased in 2018, adding thousands more to the IDP camps that are already ill-equipped to provide for the huge number of people. In daily life, converts are persecuted by their, Muslim, their, Mus, their Buddhist, Muslim, or tribal families and communities. Communities who aim to stay, quote-unquote, Buddhist only, make life for Christian families difficult or impossible by not allowing them to use community water resources, 
Christians in rural areas additionally suffer from the brutal and almost forgotten long-term war the Burmese army is fighting against insurgency groups, especially in the north. Uh, a couple examples. On January 31, 2018, two Christians disappeared in Mansi Township in Cachin State, last seen in the custody of the army. Their bodies were found in March with signs that they had been tortured. According to the to a report in July 2018, the Burmese army destroyed more than 60 churches in 18 months, including Christian schools. In October of 2018, the UWS army detained almost 100 pastors and forced 40 Bible students to join its ranks in northern Myanmar, Shan State. While 20 have, estate, have escaped, 20 all women remain as of January 2019. In the dominant Buddhist culture, converts are discriminated against in various ways. In one report, a teacher refused to give a Christian student a list of questions to prepare for tests that was provided to others. Prayer points for Myanmar. Pray with persecuted Christian minorities in the predominantly Christian regions of Kachin State, Karen State, Shan State, and in Northern Shan, that they would continue to build the church as they sense millions of Christians lifting them up. Pray with the 20 young Bible students, all women, who remain in captivity with the UWS Army. Ask God to provide comfort, strength, protection, and their safe return home. Pray with Myanmar Christian women as they participate in discipleship workshops. Ask God to show him, them his word in relevant ways. Christian converts face strong pressure to recant their faith. Pray with these believers for courage in the face of persecution. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again that we can come together uh, across vast time and space here, Lord. Um, whether it's, I mean, some people are watching this days later than it's being recorded, and yet still we are praying together for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world. I praise you that you've given us this platform and this place where we can do this. God, I do, I do pray that you would uh, continue to protect our ability here in the States to do things like this. Um, and, uh, that, that groups that are, are looking to deplatform Christians on whether it's Facebook, YouTube or whatever, Lord, I pray that, that you would continue to provide us the ability to, um, reach out through these social media sites to, uh, to preach your gospel, to share your good news, to, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world. We thank you for what you've, you've provided for us, Lord. And God, we, we praise you for the return home of this pastor and this young girl from uh, the school in Nigeria. God, we, we, we thank you that, that you have used people to intervene to work for their release. Um, we recognize any time that, that any of this is done, that it is truly your sovereign hand that is behind all of it. So we thank you, Lord, for their safe return home. And we pray, God, that you would provide that same um, intervention for Leah uh, to bring her home to her family. Lord, in the meantime, while she is in captivity, we pray for her, the strength of her faith, that she, like Pastor Oyeleke, would be able to stand firm, that her, her faith in you would not be shaken in the midst of her persecution, Lord, and that you would be glorified in her willingness to remain strong in her faith and her worship of you, God. And we lift up our brothers and sisters in Myanmar. We pray with the, the um, Christian minorities in these uh, regions of Kachin State, Karen State, Shan State, and Northern Shan, Lord. 
We pray that they would continue to be able to build churches, that they would continue to preach your gospel, that they would be bold in the, uh, in the proclamation of your kingdom, God, and uh, that you would use that to draw um, other people to yourself. We, we pray for these young women who are in, still in captivity with the UWS Army. We, uh, same thing we pray for Leah, that you provide comfort, strength, um, protection, and that you would bring them home safely, bring them home soon, Lord. We pray with uh, the, these Myanmar Christian women as they participate in discipleship workshops. Um, Lord, show them your word. Um, let, them, let it become alive to them. Let their discipleship and raise up uh, leaders in those areas. Lord, raise up men to disciple these people, these women and, and, and the Christians in the area. Raise up strong leaders with a, with a firm grasp of, of your truth. Uh, firm grasp of theology, Lord, that they could uh, lead people in, in a, a strong path of discipleship. And we pray for those Christians who are converted um, that face this pressure to recant their faith. We pray that, that you would keep them strong and that you would give them a boldness and a courage to proclaim your truth to those who would, even those who would try to, to pressure them to recant their faith, Lord. And that, again, you would use that to draw those Buddhists and Muslims and and other people to yourself that they would see the strength of these people's faith and that your Holy Spirit through that would would draw them to you Lord and that you would be glorified in that and again we thank you for for all that you are doing and all that you have done Lord for bringing for bringing people safely out um, for providing strength and, and and strong faith for those who are in the midst of their persecution and uh and God, again, we pray that you are glorified through all of it. And it's in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. So again, thank you for being part of this, for coming, paying, listening uh, to me with horrible voice and, and inability to pronounce names. Um, just as we come to, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because they have faith in Christ. Um, and not because they're looking for their best life now. They understand that that their salvation, uh, their, their faith is, is based in what Christ has done for them for their salvation and not for the betterment of their life, Lord, uh, their life. I'm still praying. Um, so again, uh, thank you. Keep praying for them. If you know anybody who is, uh, who would be willing, who would be interested to come and, and join us in, in this effort to bring awareness to those who are persecuted and pray for our brothers and sisters. Invite them to join the Fifth Seal Facebook page or go to YouTube, The Evangelical Norm, and subscribe to the podcast there. Hit the notifications button and you'll get all the, the crazy content that I release on that page as well. You can also get the audio in Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. So thanks, guys, and as always, Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.